Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. At MidwayUSA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to the Foul Front Podcast. Welcome to the Foul Front Weekly After Action Review. Hey there, welcome back. This episode is also brought to you by Rivers West Apparel. Head on over to the website, foulfront.com, and there's a tab in there uh, for discount codes. And get a 30% discount code uh, from Rivers West. You can get a new jacket or bibs or anything to keep you dry or warm. All right, I hope you had a great week this week. I know that I did. It was pretty long. And hey, it's almost Husker um, football season. It's almost football season, and it's also almost dove season. And we've got geese on the ground up north. We got um, teal pushing down just a couple weeks away here in Kansas. Uh, we had on Monday and Tuesday some absolutely blistering hot days. I think the real feel, actually I know the real feel, was 118 degrees because I was outside. I really was. Um, but on Wednesday night we had that cold front and like a storm pushed through. And guess what showed up? The doves. I was getting pretty pretty worried actually because I wasn't seeing them in very good numbers yet. Uh, around here, but in the last two days, I've been seeing them hit the gravel, and there's a sunflower patch on my drive home, and they are thick as thieves in there, and haven't seen any in the morning, but that's probably because it's dark when I'm driving in, and I'm either locked away in an office all day or having to sweat my butt off, so I'm not really paying attention, but I'm pretty excited for Dove Opener, uh, to be honest with you. My dad and Scotty and I are going to go maximize our opportunities and hunt the Nebraska opener on the first. My wife is going to a bachelorette party and I am going to have my kid up in my baby. Is she a kid or a baby? I don't know. Um, Heading up to Nebraska, back to my parents' house. Mom's going to watch the baby and dad and Scotty. And then I'm sure a couple of them other old boys up there. We're going to go, uh, we're going to go find some doves. I'll actually, uh, I'll actually post this episode for you guys to share. I've been doing a bad job about that, but uh, let me know what you're seeing. 
uh, as far as Dove or Teal, send me an email at foulfront. Uh, no, foulfront at gmail.com, uh, Facebook, whatever you're seeing for Dove and Teal. Hey, guys, also go check out the Facebook group and check out some new shirts that we have lined up there. Uh, they're pretty cool, I think. I mean, I designed them, so I'm partial. Uh, they're like 20 bucks, and $5 of that goes towards the show. Some really, really steep stuff there. Uh, plus, if you buy a shirt, you are entered to win a hat that I'm putting together for October. I am not an apparel company or a koozie company, but I did want to give you guys the option to be able to sport your favorite waterfowl hunting podcast on your face, on your head, not your face. Um, all right, let's let's be done with that portion of the show. Okay, on to the honorable mentions of this week's podcast review. Uh, from the Waypoint Outdoor Collective, we've got the Tom Rowland podcast. If fishing and working out are something that you are interested in, this is the guy for you. Also, we got... Salt Strong Fishing, episode 130, titled The Day I Got Cancer and How to Create a New Life, and it is very inspiring. We've also got Meat Eater's Cal's Week in Review. It's always a fun one. It's packed with tons of quick hitters and conservation stuff. And followed by them, we've got Powder Hooks on Gravel podcast and Powder Hooks Hunting 101 podcast. All right. We've also got the End of the Line podcast where Rocky LaFleur wraps up his little series uh, with Ryan Warden, dubbed The Warden, Chapter 15. I had Ryan Warden on uh, back in the beginning of my podcast. He was charged and prosecuted uh, federally, and all of his hunting rights were taken away, and honestly, a lot of people don't think too kindly of him and think that he's spreading false rumors about game bird tagging laws with... Um, his company that he started, Toe Tags LLC. But honestly, until the tagging law goes away for good, uh, I think it's important to remember that, you know, where we came from. The Lacey Act. The Lacey Act uh, put a lot of necessary restrictions on market hunting in order to preserve wildlife in North America, and we have a lot of holdovers from that era. Uh, where maybe the letter of the law has outlived the spirit of the law and I mean, I've got a lot of buddies who are guides that are really good people just trying to do it right and feed their family with a passion that they have and put people on good hunts. I just hate to see one of them catch someone on a bad day, uh, one of the the federal guys, and, um, you know, wind up getting a a ticket or worse um, for not tagging a bird. I don't know. For me, I think it's like I think it's like $8 for these things. And I know a lot of people do tag their birds in other ways, and you don't need toe tags for it. Uh, And I'm not being paid to say this. I'm just saying I think Ryan's heart is in a good place. I think that he's trying to make amends for what he did, and he kind of knows where he went wrong. I don't think he's a bad guy at all. And I think if you listened to The Warden from Rocky LaFleur's End of the Line podcast – you get a, well, I know you'll get an in-depth review of what happened in his side of the story. Uh, they had 15, 15 episodes together, and I love that so much about uh, Rocky's format. He gets in there, and he just, he gets after the heart of who his guest is. He gets after the heart of the story, and it's a very serial thing, and uh, I think it's great. I think it's great for podcasting. I think it's great for hunting, um, but yeah. Enough on that. 
Uh, also, we have an honorable mention for the Orvis Hunting and Shooting Podcast, which had an interesting episode about Nebraska and how some people just apparently give up dogs that aren't up to snuff in the hunting and sporting dog world, and then how his guest, Trent Likelighter, Likelighter, I can't remember, um, is finding good homes for them. So the Hunting and Shooting Podcast from Orvis. All right, on to the official countdown. At number seven, we've got the HP Outdoors Waterfowl Podcast breaking down diver duck hunting in episode 148 titled, well, uh, Diver Duck Hunting 101. Dan and Josh sit down and talk about the ins and the outs of diver hunting. Josh is a bit more versed in the subject and really sheds some light on how to get after divers, something I am not very versed on in a traditional method. I've done my fair share of divers on cattle ponds in Oklahoma uh, and in uh, New Mexico, but not long lining, tidal play, a bunch of stuff that uh, Josh and Dan discuss in episode uh, number 148 of the HP Outdoors Waterfowl Podcast. All right, coming in at number six, we've got The Hunting Collective, episode 75, titled William Perry Pendley Sucks and the History of Taxidermy with Brad McDuff. As I talked about last week on the review, William Perry Penley ain't probably a good idea for public lands, and also the process that found him there isn't either. Catch this episode to get a lot more informed on the things that I touched on last week as Ben and Spencer Newhart, uh, Newharth discuss the appointment of the BLM's Darth Vader of public lands. That might be unfair. Uh, I, I don't agree with his policies, but I do probably bet that William Perry Penley has people that love him dearly and think the world of him, children, friends, family, but nonetheless, he's not good for public lands and he probably, we should probably not have him in there. Oh, and they finish off the episode with an interview on obviously with Brad McDupp, um, and taxidermy, such a, such a freaking cool trade where art meets science. Uh, check it out. Episode number 75, The Hunting Collective. Okay, number five, we got Remy Warren's Cutting the Distance, episode number three. In an episode about how to preserve meat in hot climates, and this is a great format. Remy knows how to tell a story, or maybe he's just got so many good stories, and then coming back around to tie them into actionable and well-thought-out advice and pointers. In this particular episode, he tells some stories about hunting high desert sheep and describes uh, the dance with not just packing out meat, but how to properly field dress for heat and then techniques to make ice last a lot longer. And it here's the secret. It's not just a Yeti. It's, you gotta, anyways. In fact, you know, I'm, I'm pulling over for a second on this. People don't know about charging their vessels. Um, so if you want your coffee or your soup to say, you know, say stay super hot on a really cold hunt for a long time, a Yeti will take you a long ways. But fill that Yeti up with boiling water or really hot water. Pour it out and then put your soup in there because you lose so much heat from it. You know, the, the, the metal's cold already. And if the metal starts off hot... You retain heat, and the same thing goes uh, for cold. Cool. You probably already knew that because you're all intelligent people and very smart people because 
you're listening to this show. Okay, sorry, I'm, I'm bad at that. Anyways, so he goes through how to make ice last a long time, and then he walks you through some decision-making paradigms for how to make sure all that tasty animal flesh that you want to eat makes it back to your freezer at home. Plus, he tells some pretty cool uh, sheep stories. I've never been sheep hunting. I definitely want to go now. Maybe when the it's a little bit more temperate. Um, anyways, coming in at number four, we've got the Duck Gun Podcast, episode 108, Early Season Teal Strategies to Get the Job Done. Talking all about calling and decoying and shooting and ammo and spinners. Dove mojos for teal. And how Elliot hates them. Not really, but he kind of, he definitely told me to put mine away a lot. No, he didn't. But I think uh, I think he's not a fan of Dove Mojo's for early teal season. So when we go up for the, the weekend couples uh, retreat, I'll probably leave my Dove Mojo's at home. Super excited for that, by the way. Uh, myself and Elliot and Jordan, we're going to, taking our wives out and we're going to go uh, do like a whole couple's weekend and then we're going to hunt ducks and they're going to do wife stuff. Anyways, this is a good tune up for anyone that's not versed in teal hunting or hunting at all. Maybe it's your first hunt. Um, maybe last year was your first hunt and you're ready to go. You're ready to go. So uh, check out this one. It'll t- teach you everything you need to know. And along the same lines coming in at number three, we've got the mid Valley mercenary show. Uh, excuse me, the MVM show, my bad, which stands for Mid-Valley Mercenary, where Titus sits down and steals my frequent guest and good buddy from college, Matt Lee Z, uh, from High Prairie Sportsman, to talk about the 12 fundamental tips for teal season, and hopefully they know what they're talking about, because my first crack at birds will be with those two guys up in Nebraska in a couple weeks, and I am pumped. And if you're new or you're looking for a fresh take on teal hunting, MVM show, um, episode number 24 with Matt Lee from High Prairie Sportsman. Okay, coming in, number two, we've got the Big Honker Podcast, Ron Stanfield and the 2019 Waterfowl Survey. Now you're probably thinking, why? why? Why would this be so important to be up here at number two? Touching Roots with Ron Stanfield. Ron Stanfield is like the patriarch uh, and just has so many good stories from back in the day. And it's really what it's about, telling the stories about taking his boys out, uh, training dogs. And any time, honestly, if Ron Stanfield had his own podcast, he'd probably just be resident number one. We'd always, we'd always disclaim the episodes there. And uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Ron, Jeff's dad, uh, talks about some stories of duck hunting days gone by and discusses the waterfowl population surveys and why you shouldn't take your dog out in the dove field and getting back and, like I said, touching roots of the Stanfield hunting past uh, through an excellent storytelling format and an extremely interesting uh, older gentleman. All right. Oh, you know what? Before we get to number one, Two other podcasts that I listen to that are not hunting. I listen to Joe Rogan. Uh, I haven't picked up Joe Rogan in a while because I've been so busy doing all these podcasts um, and listening to all these other ones. Uh, But he had Dan Crenshaw on, and it's not really outdoors related, but it is a really good podcast. And even though I don't agree with some of the ideologies that uh, Mr. Crenshaw or 
center uh, Dan Crenshaw holds. Uh, there are a lot of things I do, uh, by the way, agree with him on. I just thought that Dan did we really laid out what the hell is wrong with American politics, which is super important right now as we begin to see some of that bad stuff I was talking about with William Perry Penley, uh, especially in regards to conservation and its place on the political front. I always get really mad when I see hunters clapping and praising uh, a win for somebody, anybody, uh, in regards to you know oil industry over public lands or uh, uh, politics and uh, economics over conservation. And on one side of our mouths, we're cheering a certain political party, uh, for one thing, and, but we're not really being informed enough on the topic to understand that it actually violates some of our core beliefs and the things that we truly love and want. Um, but anyways, it's a good listen and it gets to the heart of people being more responsible with the content that they consume and then regurgitate. And I think that most of you would enjoy uh, this episode um, so yeah, check that out. Joe Rogan interviewing Dan Crenshaw. Oh, and holy crap. On another note, my wife and I were driving back from Nebraska this weekend. And of course, sorry guys, she's not going to listen to like three and a half hours of hunting podcasts. Uh, but we picked up this podcast called Dr. Death and holy crap. It is intense. It's about a doctor that was just He's either a monster or a complete moron, but either way, he's definitely a sociopath. My skin was crawling the entire time, and it made me so uncomfortable, and I could not stop listening. We listened to it from the entire way, all three and a half hours. It was crazy good. All right. Sorry. Enough non-hunting podcasts. Want to touch on it again? 30% discount code to Rivers West Apparel who this episode is brought to you by anything you might need to keep you dry and warm. So head on over to foulfront.com. All right. Number one, a brand new show for me. And I think probably a brand new show for all of you, the warden's watch, uh, where host Wayne Saunders, a game warden talks with other wardens and wildlife law enforcement officers and all the crazy stories they have. It's an awesome storytelling show with tons of tons, tons of useful information. It's a great show. I'm super pumped about it. I'm super pumped. I found it and I can't wait to binge listen uh, to this one to get caught up. If I could subscribe twice to a podcast, I would. The hype is real. And in this week's episode, number 12, Wayne sits down with Chris McCabe from the Maine Warden Service and they talk about catching guys spotlighting, shooting deer decoys and crazy things that they've seen throughout the years as law enforcement officers uh, in the outdoor space, as well as some sombering and humbling moments uh, during McCabe's search and rescue missions on the main warden service. I can't tell you enough how much I like this show. I'm like three episodes in and it is a six star podcast. Um, they've it, it, don't be turned off by the initial, maybe sound uh, audio quality. It, it, so much better in the end. Um, so go check it out. Warden's watch. It's called warden's watch with host Wayne Saunders. It's like a game warden talk radio, but better. 
All right, guys. Hey, as always, go check out the Foul Front episode from this week. I sat down and I talked with Ben O'Brien from the Meat Eater and the Hunting Collective, and we talked about waterfowl hunting and the rhetoric of conservation and then entertainment as well as some some other really interesting topics. And you can almost hear Phil, my favorite meat eater. No offense to Steve, Ben, Spencer, or anyone else, but hey, last thing I want to tell you guys, go buy a shirt. I mean, if you want. Uh, Maybe you'll win a hat if you buy a shirt. Uh, We're going to do a little raffle in October. Rep your favorite waterfowl podcast, or one of them, hopefully. And uh, join the Facebook group, Foul Front Waterfowl Podcast. Send me your dove and your teal reports, and get ready, guys. The season is close. I can almost taste it and the pumpkin spice lattes. Also, congratulations to Scotty Gibson for being the top contributor of the Facebook group. You have won... Uh, my good friend, a free dove hunt in Nebraska with the host of the Foul Front. But you have to do the scouting and you have to pick up my dad. And in all seriousness, though, uh, guys, have fun. We will see you later. Uh, we'll see you on Monday, hopefully, at the Foul Front podcast. Sorry, I'm at 19 minutes again. I broke my rule. Goodbye, guys. Hey, you ever been sitting in front of your TV just wondering why you can't catch the latest episode of The Foul Front right there in your living room so you can press all your guests and family with your fine taste and podcast listening? Me neither, but hey, as a part of the Waypoint Outdoor Collective, you can now find The Foul Front and some other great podcasts on your Apple TV, your Roku, your Amazon Fire Stick, Smart TV, even your gaming console just by downloading the Waypoint app. And heck, while you're there, they got over 2,500 hunting and fishing shows on demand. Go download the Waypoint app today. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby, 6-8 Western. A mule there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.